going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 37.1. We're continuing the year of the gear. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Ooh. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty tactical espionage right now. I doubt it. No, I'm feeling very actually kind of confused, but I was gonna say this this game really, and that's the thing we haven't talked about a lot when we're talking about playing this game. You don't really play a lot of this game. Eh. I mean, you kind of walk from point A to point B, and there's like little tech demos where like you know he slides on the bird poop, or you know you can do chin ups and level up your meter. I have to say, I did get the level three grip meter because it's annoying to fall. <laughs> Well, also, the, you also have to do that one section where you got to slide along the ledge forever where the guard's walking past on the bridge. Oh, yeah. It's a pain in the ass. So, yeah, tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, I do have with me Matthew Quinn. Hello, guys. And editor-in-chief of ZTGD, our resident Metal Gear expert. Thank God we have one. Yeah, you no. call him a gearhead? Can the gear, him? yeah, we call him gearhead. Our our that? resident gearhead, <laughs> Ken McCowan. So bitches. So bitches. That's how fuck your couch. Oh, welcome to the China Club. So, uh, I'm not doing the rest of that joke. I'm it's not highly offensive. I, I'm not either. I'm not either. <laughs> we all know what Rick James is. Yeah, we do. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It is a hell of a drug. So uh, a couple of things uh, I do need to mention because I did forget to mention them on the last show. One of them being that when we ran into the cyborg ninja for the first time, uh, which at the end of the episode, uh, they revealed a few more things to us. Uh, One of them being this whole big shell thing isn't really what it is. Uh, it's they're actually developing a new type of Metal Gear here. Huh. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Raiden, Raiden didn't know this. All confused. What the hell? He's Raiden meaning, still thinks they're looking for a ransom. Yeah. They're still looking for that $30 billion. Um, but, you know, we don't know what's really going on as far as it, it, the player and Raiden. Um, but they said that a new Metal Gear is being made. Um, and this whole Big Shell thing may not really be what it's supposed to be. No. We didn't, we didn't really dive deep into it with the Ninja. It just gave us a uniform and told us to go into the Shell 1 core to find this Ames person. Dick Ames. Yep. And uh, talk to them. So, we all go to the Shell 1 core and um, have to disguise ourselves as a enemy troop. Uh, and uh, originally, uh, here's my thing. I thought, I, they said in the cutscene, you got to have an AK-47 to get in. Uh, and I, 
for some reason thought it would be like right there at the shell one core, but it's not. You have to go back to the to the storage area and pick one up, uh, which was kind of annoying because I went to the shell one core and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" You know, I was like, "Damn it, I need to find a gun," but I couldn't find it, so I had to go back. I actually had to look it up at a fact. I was like, "All right, where do I find this? I don't have time for this crap." So I went and found the gun, and uh, when you go down to the second floor where they're holding the hostages, uh, there is a retinal scan that you can't fool. You have to get somebody and hold them up to it, which is actually pretty easy because the guy stands right there in front of it. And yeah, the, the things you have to do in this game are never difficult. They just yeah. sound like they're going to be difficult. I mean, he, he literally stands right in front of the retinal scan, and you just walk up behind him and just, you know, eh, and then he puts his head up to it, and then apparently he's knocked out. We go on in. Uh, we also had to find a uh, sound gun. What the fuck is it? The the directional microphone. Yes. Yeah, the D mic. That you'll use twice. Yes. Uh, to figure out which one is Ames because there's a lot of hostages down there and uh, we have to figure out who Ames is. Uh, and the way we find out is that he has a pacemaker and uh, we can hear the beeping in his heartbeat. So we have to aim it at people and uh, see which one has the, the beep for some reason. Now granted I have played this game probably about four times. And like I said, I played it in 2011. I knew exactly where Ames was. Yeah, he doesn't change position. Yeah, all the way in the back to the left, facing the camera. Same dude every time. Same dude. Got a mullet. I remember this part, but I had no idea who, which one was Ames, but it only took, it was like the third person I checked. Yeah. Because he was an easy target, because he was by himself. <laughs> That's true. Uh, another, uh, some more of uh, Kojima's uh, perversion. If you aim uh, the directional microphone at a woman... I believe uh, Raiden will uh, call out her bra size. If I'm sure, not... that's important. Yeah, uh, really dumb shit like that. That's Kojima. That's Kojima. That's why he didn't work at Konami anymore. Oh, oh, oh that's why they got rid of him. So yeah, I did. We never actually delve into that because we are playing Kojima games. Did, do you think he left on his own volition, or do you think Konami kicked him out? I I think there's a whole story to that right now um, that nobody's talking about. I think it's going to come out in December when he leaves. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it's it's not a happy time right now. Right. Well, I have a, I have a feeling they're wanting him to continue making Metal Gear games, and he's he wants to be done. Eh, I think it's more than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he hasn't wanted to make Metal Gear games since, like, 3. Yeah. Ah, well. I guess he can go do his own thing now. But anyway. uh, So we talked to Ames. uh, And we get a little bit more information as to what is really going on here. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Uh, it kind of just reinforces the stuff the Cyborg Ninja told us. Yeah, and the, the Ames has no clue that the $30 billion. Yeah. That's, every that's, t- every yeah. time Raiden says it, everybody's like, what? 
What are you talking about? What what do you mean? I don't That wasn't in that wasn't in the briefing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has a fucking clue what that yeah. thing is. But Ames did say that they were are they are working on a new Metal Gear here. And this whole big shell thing is kind of a cover up. He didn't name it yet, did he? No. Okay. No, no. I'm just I'm trying to remember when it gets named. I think somebody else that's coming up real soon names it. Yeah. So um he but he, like I said, he does give us some more information. He also gives us very important information about where the president of the United States is. He is in the uh Shell Two Corps. So we're going to have to make it over there. Um, but we really need to get some of these uh, some of these uh, hostages out of here. We don't really know how, but we're going to uh, try and work with uh, Pliskin. Are and, we really going to keep calling him Pliskin? No, I've already decided I'm going to call him Snake because we all know it's Snake. And we find out during this episode that he is Snake. I, I know. I just I, I hate calling him Pliskin. It's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, so we, um, but at the same time, we 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 see a meeting going on. Uh, Ocelot is there, uh, and, but but before that, even Ocelot is watching us on the camera. Ocelot is one of those characters throughout these series that always knows what's going on. Yeah, continues to be the most interesting character in this game. He's like the Batman of the the franchise. He's always four steps ahead of you. Oh, yeah. He knows exactly what's going on. He has no doubts about it. Yep. And so he's watching Raiden on the camera, dressed up as a soldier, talking to Ames. And um, all of a sudden, he goes into like a little meeting outside of the room so we can use the directional camera to listen in. Ocelot is talking to uh, the leader of the rebellion. The leader is not revealed yet, is it? No, it's outside on the bridge after yeah, the scene. Right, right, right. Uh, Solid Snake. That's who he's talking to. Sure. Um, <laughs> and also Olga Golikovich is there. And is, o- is this the scene where we first see? I, I can't remember if it's this one or the next one where we first see Ocelot have his little thing. I don't think he has his little thing here. I know it's soon. It's one of the times where he's talking to Solid Snake. I'll just call him that. Because he asked him twice. He's like, "Is it happening again?" No, I think he. I think yeah, he just asked him here, but I don't think he, like nothing happens here. I think he at least like grunts or something. I'm, I'm sure, but, he does. but you can't see it because it's behind a wall. Yeah, it's behind a wall. Uh, but the other thing is that we hear Olga is kind of showing disdain for the for this group. She's, she's kind of like saying, you know, I'm here for one reason. I want to, I want to kill the, the assholes who killed my father. Snake. Snake. Which doesn't make any sense because he's dead, right? That's what everybody thinks. That's, that's what makes no sense about that. That's like a huge hole. Yeah. She's like, I want to kill a guy that's already dead. I'm like, uh, Okay. I think everybody knows he's alive except for Raiden. There's a lot that Raiden doesn't know, though. Yeah. Raiden don't know shit. Raiden doesn't really know shit. And which, yeah, that remind I made it to the part where we find out who Raiden really is, which is going to be after this episode. Okay. So, 
Um, after that, they have uh, fucking what's his name, Ocelot. He comes in. And he sees he sees us standing there. He's like, "Oh, put your gun away, or put your, put put your gun out. Put the put the put the directional microphone away because he's coming." And you have like a couple of seconds to to do that. And um, he comes in. And he's like, "Who? What unit are you with?" And then another guy comes. He's not with my unit. And he takes off his mask. Oh, so I love the- I love the crazy Kojima fucking slow motion taking my mask off. It's all super dramatic shit. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. He, he does a lot of it now. Now, this came out before the remake, right? Uh, you mean Twin Snakes? Yeah, Twin Snakes. Uh, it had to. Give me a second. I think so. I mean, they were close because it was GameCube PS2 era, so it was the same time frame. I think it was a few years after because I know they used the engine from Metal Gear Solid 2 for it. So Yeah, that's true. But um, I, I was going to say that all that slow motion bullshit started with the remake. But no, no it, it actually started with Metal Gear Solid 2. Well, you know what it is? is it, We all know Kojima's a huge movie buff. Yeah. And The Matrix was really popular. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, he's he's always wanted to do cinema, which is why I think he won't do games after he leaves Konami. But, but um, so it's revealed, oh, I was like, so we finally meet you in the flesh. Doesn't know who he is. But he knows that he's the intruder. So, um, getting ready to take him in. And all of a sudden, Cyborg Ninja shows up and tries to cut off his hand again. Oh, but he snaps away. He's yeah. he's hip to that shit now. <laughs> it's a call. I know. <laughs> Trust me. After last time, I look out for ninjas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you ain't going to catch me twice, bitch. Yep. Fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> at that at that scr- at the scrambling moment we're able to escape while the ninja stays back he's like get the hell out of here I'll hold him off go get the yeah. president yeah it, I'm sorry but when we find out who this person is they can't dodge bullets with a sword that's so stupid. So if you just put on the costume, you can immediately just do that, huh? It, it, it could be one of those crazy exoskeletons. I'm going to put on the fucking costume, then, Because I yeah. want to break bullet. To fucking well, what the hell made Gray Fox be able to, like... Gray Fox was re-engineered, remember? He was blown to pieces by the Claymore, so he was rebuilt as a cyborg. Person in this suit ain't a cyborg. Spoilor... <laughs> we're gonna get to it in this episode anyway but i'm just saying yeah that's true it's just, it's yeah, it's fucking stupid it's kojima stupid whatever we'll, we'll get back into it <laughs> so um now we got to make it to the show two core um but along the way when we're crossing the bridge we run into some weird dude, some old guy wearing a, uh, a a suit of armor that I've never seen before. Very bulky. 
and uh, he looks a little, little bit like Snake, but not really. That's what. Like Go ahead. Like an old snake. Like an old snake. It's like Doctor Octopus. So he, uh, he's there, and he wants to talk to us. <laughs> And it's revealed that he is a man named Solidus Snake. Uh, they he, don't even try. Yeah, he is the boss. I mean, they should have went with like Gas Snake or something. I don't. Uh, that's even dumber. It, it is dumb, but at the same time, come on, solid liquid gas. Come on. I'm sure. So um, he is. I don't think he he does he does he come out and say I'm the third brother. Yeah, because snakes flying overhead in the in the hair or not the Harrier but the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter. And, and he says he that's when we find out that that's snake. Yeah, because he calls him brother. Yeah. So snake is flying over with Otacon, uh in the helicopter to go rescue those hostages. Um. And during this time, we run into Solidus Snake. And obviously, it's revealed Solidus Snake is the third brother in the the Les Enfants Terribles, or whatever you pronounce it. Les Enfants Terribles. Terribles. He is, uh, he is um, how they describe him as Liquid is the softer brother, Solid is the harder brother, and he's the exact clone of Big Boss. Yeah, he is. In fact, he looks just like him, like even more than... Uh, liquid and solid do. Yeah, he he is the perfect clone. Yep, he was created last too. But he's older. It's clone. It don't matter. So was he cloned as an adult? No, 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 no. He wasn't cloned as an adult. So how was he cloned last? And he's remember older than that Snake. Snake doesn't age as fast. Okay. Until until later, we, we explain that in four. Yeah, or we don't explain that in four or whatever the fuck. Nano machines. It's all nano machines. It's all nano machines. So anyway, he he is the perfect clone of of Big Boss, Snake's yes. father, and um, he has the he's the ultimate soldier reborn, and he has come to take his rightful place as the ultimate soldier. And that's why he started the Sons of Liberty, because there's some shit going down. He wants to overthrow. He wants to overthrow something that we don't know what yet. Oh, we're we're about to hear a whole fucking lot about it. We are about to hear a lot of it, but I'm not getting into it just yet. That's fine. Because right now it's all about the fucking action. It is, because we're on the helicopter. You know, Solidus is out there shooting fucking rockets out of his suit. Yeah. Or wait, no, that that, that comes out of the later. Harrier. That comes later. Yeah. yeah. So here we, have, we Snake starts shooting at Solidus. Solidus jumps around, dodges the bullets, and then beefs his suit beefs him up to be like uber strong. He's so fucking stupid. He throws uh Raiden across the freaking bridge. You know, Raiden's halfway knocked out. And uh, Snake shoots a grenade at him. And he jumps off of the fucking bridge. Solidus jumps off the bridge. And he falls out of frame. And then all of a sudden, here comes this fucking Harrier jet. 
Oh, guess who's flying it? And somebody who we have already met before is flying it. Vamp. Got a big, big hole in his head. He's got a giant hole in his head from where we shot him. <laughs> yeah, does he not heal like other vampires might? Because he still has the uh, the scratches on his chest from where he cut himself as well. I think he scars, but he doesn't heal like you think. Because notice the scars on his chest. Right. They, they didn't actually heal. I don't think he heals. I think he just doesn't die. He's just an undead body. Uh, he's something, all right. So he's flying the Harrier. And um, it's afterwards, yeah. When when do we... No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, is it before or after we see him walk on water? No, that's before. Before. So he jumps out of the Harrier. Saul just jumps into it and starts piloting it. And he tells him to go somewhere. And so he just starts running on the water. Vamp can run on water. And then he runs up the strut to the shell uh, to core. Yeah, he uh, he does a he does a crackdown. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh god, the game is so stupid. And then begins the next boss fight, where we fight uh, Solidus in a Harrier jet, flying around, shooting rockets, and firing a machine gun at us. I'm starting to get flashbacks here. That's this whole game, dude. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid, we had a Hind D fight in the same fashion. So, uh, but this time we have air support. <laughs> Snake is uh, is uh, throwing us uh, rations and ammunition. And um, he's also shooting at the, the Harrier, too, I believe. He hits him a couple of times. Or Otacon does. Yeah, he also drops down a very helpful thing. Oh, yeah, we don't have that yet. Yeah, I mean, at the end of this battle. He throws it out of the helicopter. What does he throw out of the helicopter? The stinger missile? That comes at the beginning of the fight. Oh, okay. Because we use the stinger to shoot it down. That's right. I thought he threw it at the end, but... I'm just misremembering. So we, uh, we shoot down the Harrier. It goes down into the water. But Solidus escapes, but not before we see uh, he's uh, clenching his eye, took his eye out. I don't know what did, but something took his eye out. They got my eye. They got my eye. And uh, he escapes. He escapes in a very interesting fashion. Because when the Harrier goes down to the water, something comes up out of the water. In slow motion. In slow motion. And catches the Harrier in its mouth. What the hell could catch a, a jet in its mouth? Well, no, none other than Metal Gear. Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Ray, specifically. Comes up out of the water, he jumps into Metal Gear Ray, and they swim off somewhere. Now the entire bridge in, is in shams. <laughs> and uh, we have to climb over. And uh, tried to find our way to the Shell 2 core while Snake and Otacon rescue the hostages. Unfortunately, there are too many for the helicopter, so they're going to have to make two trips 
So while they're busy with that, we got to go somewhere. We got to go find the president. Oh, the scene is fucking crazy. Well, before we get to that scene, there's something else I do want to mention. It's a very important scene. Uh, is that when we're going to the core, uh, there is uh, a part where um, while you're sneaking, there's a soldier that's above you, and he has to take a piss, and he pisses all over your head. Look at it in first person. It's all fancy. Yeah, it is fancy. I remember when I replayed this game back in 2011, <laughs> I took a screenshot of that, and I did the whole Dave Chappelle thing. You gonna piss on you? Yep. <laughs> the what remix. First person. What's that now? What's fancy about it in first person? Just it the, was one of those effects yeah, where, the like, water effects. the water streams over, kind of like in Bioshock when you walk through the waterfall oh. things. Like over the screen. Yeah, it just—it was new at the time. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> it's Kojima. It's all fucking stupid. I know. So. <laughs> But anyway, we make it to the Shell 2 core. And uh, we have to use the directional microphone once again for the, for, the, for the final time. Yep, this is it. While we, uh, and it's uh, Olga is talking to somebody over the radio um, saying that uh, once she has her revenge, she's getting the hell out. Uh, but they have also uh, made sure that the president will not get away uh, because we have electrified the floor. So he, uh, so nobody can get into him. He only needs to be alive for about uh, another hour because um, as we've learned, this metal gear is equipped with, Oh, nuclear warheads again. Shocker. That was what the, uh, the package was, which they keep calling the football, which is a term for a nuclear arming device that the president carries. Is that true? Yes, that's in, that's entirely true. And the president carries around the launch codes for a nuke that's called the football. I did not know that. Yep, that is 100% true. So he's carrying around the football. Well, well that naval captain was actually carrying around the football, but there is a failsafe, and it's the president's vital signs. Yep. So uh, if the president's dead, then... It's basically, oh, he can't say to launch a nuclear warhead. So it it, rely, it goes back to the vice president. So we have to go get a Nikita. Uh, and it's a remake of the exact same thing I ate it in the first fucking game. Yep. And we have to directional, directionally fucking navigate this Nikita missile through air ducts and then into the the main area where the president is. Don't hit the president. Yeah, well, the president should not have run right in front of my missile. Oh, did you hit him a couple of times? I even pointed at him, and he ran out of his way in front of it. <laughs> and you can't talk to him through nano communication because the walls are lined. Yep. So... After destroying it, we get to go in and talk to the president. And thus begins the confusion of Metal Gear Solid 2. No, so, wait. Let's, let's first talk about what the president does when you walk in there. 
Yeah, well, a little strange. Well, he sees us, and he says, "Oh, you're you're here to kill me, right?" And we're like, "No." And then he grabs our balls. Yes, he does. I don't know why. Well, he doesn't know you're a guy. He's like, "Oh, you're 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 a man." <laughs> is that a joke on Ryden? Is that what that is? Kind of. This whole thing confuses me because I also read that they made Raiden specifically to appeal to women. Yes. But then they also question whether or not he's a man. Is it? That's kind so, of the Japanese. That was Japanese culture, though. Sure. Still or. Well, back ago? then. Yeah, back yeah. then. That's just so strange. That's, that's, I mean, Drew, stop for five seconds. Think about everything that you've done up to this point and, and ask yourself, is it really? I mean, everything I've done up to this point was, was d- dumb video game stuff. It, you and, know, I'm stopping terrorists, shooting dudes and breaking necks. I understand that. No, 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 no. Did you forget the whole things we went over in the first game? I mean, yeah, but I mean, it was, but that, that, that was all. I don't know. This is this is a different level of weird. That was all lalelulay low, right? It was all lalelulay low. Never mind. We they won't even, know what that means. We won't even get into that now. Well, Although, they still say it. They I know, do say it. They, they they do say it. But here's 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 the interesting thing that that I do want to to talk to you about without spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. This is where we learn. About the Patriots. Yes. Now, the Lale Lulelo has something to do with nanomachines. Does the President yes. of the United States have nanomachines? No. He has to because he's using nanocommunications whenever we're talking it's, to him. No, 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 no. Nanomachines can be programmed. So they're all programmed to different people, specifically? Yeah, everything is programmed differently. And, see, I can't spoil this. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 talk, we'll, bring, we'll table it, and we'll, we'll talk about it when we play Metal Gear Solid 4. I was going to say, yeah, you can't even get to it until MGS4. Yeah, so we'll have to table that. that it just it, Anybody who has never played this game and is following along with us, Jamie, do not. Don't, just ignore that completely. Yeah, so, don't look up those two words online. Yeah, do not. <laughs> um, so, this is where we learn about the Patriots. What are the Patriots? Patriots are like the Illuminati. Pretty much. So, the, the, I have done a little bit of research on this stuff. There is a real conspiracy theory, or it may not be a theory. I don't know. I don't pay attention to this stuff. But there are people out there that believe that these people known as the Patriots, they're dubbed the Patriots, basically rule the United States and partially the world. And it's the the financial leaders of the world. So your, Rock, yeah. your Rockefellers, your Gates, your, I don't know, the DuPonts, I guess. Colonel or, Sanders. Colonel Sanders, probably one of them. Well, he was always rumored to be in the Illuminati. Oh, this is true, but I don't think he's really a mogul anymore. <laughs> Uh, uh, probably because he's dead. This, this is true, but I'm just saying I don't think his family is either. But I think, you know, the richest families in the world are the ones that, that kind of rule the country. 
uh, they have a they have a kind of a stranglehold over everything, and uh, yeah. and they 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 hold it uh, to to basically appease the the citizens of the United States, uh, presidential elections and votes between the Senate and Congress and stuff like that is all done and manufactured through the Patriots, which is a group of twelve people, men. Uh, well, twelve men, I guess. It's specifically it, men. Here. Is it? Is it specifically men? Okay. Yes. It's a, uh, Oprah Winfrey might be one of them. Um, not in Metal Gear. Not in Metal Gear. But uh, so it's 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 a group of twelve men who basically rule the country, and in secret, uh, they they choose who actually wins the elections. They choose everything. They choose who is president. Yes. Uh, including this president here. It's also revealed to us that Solidus Snake, that guy that we, we blew his eye off, was the previous president of the United States. George Sears. George Sears. So I had well, to look. We're, we're even doing this podcast like we're in Metal Gear because you just keep repeating what I say. No, I have to do it in a questionable manner. George Sears? That's another theme that people should notice about this game is Raiden does that exact same thing every time. Yeah. Every – like you won't notice it until I just pointed it out. And now when you play, every time you have a Kodak conversation, no, he will do it. I, I've noticed it. Trust me. Well, I trust mean me. people who haven't played it. Oh, yeah. He, 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 everything is repeated and in a questioning manner. Metal Gear? The Patriots? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> so – what the fuck? Anyway, not gonna sound. Just don't, tr- just don't even think about it. Yeah. Now, that's revealed. The Patriots are the ones that's behind all this. The Big Shell is a complete cover up. This whole oh, if the Big Shell falls and this toxic stuff is gonna go into the into the the, the Hudson River. And all this crap is going to happen. It's going to destroy the ecosystem of New York City. Not real at all. The big shell was constructed only as a cover-up to create a new Metal Gear. That new Metal Gear is called Arsenal Gear. So up until now, we were all thinking, oh, they're manufacturing a bunch of Metal Gear Rays. No, they're making a whole brand new one. And it's a different kind. It's a very different kind of Metal Gear. He doesn't go into too much detail, but we do find out a little bit later on. Oh, yeah. We get that long-ass conversation. Yeah. So, we have been hearing from the bad guys that the president is actually cooperating with these terrorists. What the hell? Why are you doing that? You're supposed to be the good guy. We're fighting against these dudes. Well, the president admits to us that instead of being a figurehead who doesn't really matter in this world, he wanted to leverage his way into becoming one of the patriots. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. So (laughs) he used his power as president to basically take the metal gear that they've been building hostage. And say, you guys want your Metal Gear? Let me into the Patriots Club. 
And then the Patriots said, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> we'll just come take it ourselves. Yeah, which, they don't fuck around. Yeah, which is exactly what they did. But then that kind of backfired late, a little bit later. Okay, we'll get, we'll get back to that. It's 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 a whole big mess. Just there, there. Just, just keep just pretend what you're saying is what is happening. There's so many plans that happen that backfire, that then are double crossed, but then backfire again. <laughs> I can't keep them straight in this game. I don't. That's the thing. Just don't. Just don't try. So the president wanted to become a patriot. He wanted to become one of the top leaders of the the world in the country. And uh, he wanted to do that by basically taking Metal Gear hostage. You can't have Metal Gear because I am working with these terrorists. Ha ha. And we're going to have Metal Gear for ourselves. And you guys can't use it anymore. And we got a nuclear warhead. And you know what's going to happen? Instead of firing that nuclear warhead at a city and destroying it and stuff like that, we're going to fucking detonate it into the atmosphere. What does that do? That causes kind of like an electronic nuclear fallout. Kind of like it's the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 did it. Where they did that worldwide EMP that completely like destroyed all electronics. Isn't that also like Escape from New York? Escape from the New York did that too? Or what was it, L.A.? One of the two. It was L.A., the one that, yeah, because at the end, Snake, you know, he, he detonated and put everybody back in the Stone Age. Good old Iroquois Pliskin. Iroquois Pliskin. <laughs> was, his, was, was his name Iroquois Pliskin in, in the New York or in, in L.A. series? No, I thought it was Snake Pliskin. So, so his first name is Snake? That's well, what he know. goes by. That's what he goes by. I, di- I didn't know if that was his nickname, but everybody calls him <laughs> Snake. But his real name is Iroquois. That's the thing. I, I don't know. I, it's been a long time since I've seen those movies. Escape from L.A. was kind of bad. Y- yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, but it's cheesy, I'm and, I, and I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real bad, but it's so bad it's good. Yeah. I mean, they have the, the whole basketball thing. Like if you miss a shot, you die. You only got ten seconds to to make a shot, and he makes everyone oh, it's so dumb. But anyway, that's that's a whole other conversation. Back to the president. So he's basically betrayed the United States. He's betrayed the patriots at the same time, but he wants redemption. The only way that you can get redemption is by killing him because it takes away the terrorist ability to launch a nuclear warhead because they can't, that the, the fail safe, if he dies, they can't launch it. It goes, the, the, the order then goes to the vice president. So I don't, I don't know who the vice president is. It doesn't really fucking matter. So the president begs us to kill him. In fact, he's grabbing our gun and putting it up to his chest and he's like, shoot me. And Ryden's like, yeah, get away from me. And you hear a gunshot and the president falls over dead. Oh, snap. Did we kill him? No. Turn around. Ocelot killed him. What? But 
Ocelot is working with the terrorists, and the terrorists want the nuke, right? Oh, boy, you got a whole other thing coming. What is going on? (sighs) We will find out in a later episode. Later game. The true truth. Yeah. So, uh, does Ocelot just run off? He just he just lets Ryden go, right? Yep. Yeah. I think he gets called away. He, I'm sure he does. Probably. He but, does not. He doesn't want to kill Ryden. That's obvious. Yeah. And there's a reason why. They, they call him Messenger Boy. Is that what it was? Yeah. It's like it's like I'll see you later, Messenger Boy, and then runs off. He he knows what's up. That's the thing about Ocelot. You can always assume is he knows what's up. Yeah. Always. And Raiden still doesn't know what the hell's going on. Raiden doesn't know what the hell's going on at the end of this game, but then yeah. again, most people who play it don't either. Well, that's interesting because we got an email that actually touches on that. And now okay. that I, and when I think about it, it actually makes sense. So we'll read that email at the end of the episode here. Okay. But um. So yeah. Riding now he's calling everybody. He's calling Snake. What the hell's going on? Dude, you're getting hostages. The president's dead. They don't have the ability to launch a nuke, but there's a new type of metal gear down here. And Snake's like, dude, I already knew this stuff. Of course you did. And we're like, well, what that? Why didn't you tell us? We thought you knew. No, I didn't know. What about the $30 billion? $30 billion? Why do you keep bringing up this $30 billion stuff? Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about, Riding. And then, you know, we go talk to Campbell. Campbell, you have been lying to us the entire time. He said, no, I haven't. Yes, you have. Nope. And he's like, Campbell's okay. cool. Yeah, Campbell's like, okay, okay. Metal Gear stuff may have actually happened. Okay. Just do, go stop Metal Gear. That's your priority now. Oh, Have we discussed, we didn't discuss the part about, you know, Ryan was always told the snake was dead. Um, but they found his body. Yeah, he asked Rose. He asked Rose to uh, look into it because they said that he was buried. Uh, but, they, but it was his DNA. It matched. We didn't get that explanation until until after Rose called us back about it. Yeah, because, and said that it, it was well. It, it technically is him. Yeah, they they because she she said that they found his body. They exhumed it. They said it was all intact except it was missing an arm. Well. Wonder who Whoa. that could be. Because Ocelot was missing an arm, but then he found an arm and put it on a him. And that arm happened to be Liquid Snake. And Liquid Snake is a clone of Big Boss, and so is Solid Snake. Wait a minute. It's crazy, right? They buried Liquid Snake's body and labeled it Solid Snake. Makes sense. I mean, they look identical. They're twins. They're, they're twins. The twins. They're the twin snakes. They are the twin snakes. That was that was what I was talking about when I said that uh, Solidus was cloned after. Was the project for Liquid and Solid was called the Twin Snakes, and then Solidus was cloned. It was in the on Le Enfant Terrible. Okay. Different pro- different project. So was I guess Liquid and Solid were deemed failures. No, they were just deemed two different pieces, like like we joked about at the twins reference. 
So so basically, Solidus is Liquid and Snake combined. He is Big Boss. Yeah. He's the perfect clone. Yeah. He is the the Big Boss. Yep. So, President's dead, but there is a way to stop Metal Gear, the, the new one, Arsenal Gear. And, uh... It's a three and a half inch floppy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, you kids, you kids don't know what those are. You should Google one. This is true. Wow. It, jump drives did exist back then, right? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, th- I think it is technically a jump drive, but yeah. same difference. So, um, Otacon is saying, look, my stepsister is here. That's why I came. Because she was helping with the development of the new Arsenal gear. He calls her E.E. Calls her E.E. for Emma Emmerich. Uh, So let's talk about... Well, you know what? Let's not talk about it just yet. No, let's not talk about that yet. I don't want to talk about that yet. We'll talk talk about that whenever we get there. But he wants us to go locate Emma because she knows the information about Arsenal Gear. She helped program it. At the same time, Arsenal Gear serves as something else. But we don't know. Well, we do know. Otacon knows what it serves as, but he doesn't really indulge in it too much. He says EE knows it. And we need to find her bring her back to the control area and that way she can stop this thing because all they have to do now they can do they, they there are other things that arsenal gear can do it so, can tweet it can <laughs> it can tweet and even update facebook fucking right it can <laughs> we can't have that <laughs> Oh, hell no. I don't want to post any of those stupid pictures. Yeah. So, now, I know my thoughts on it. Ken has been kind of vocal. Matt, we're going to get you a little bit more involved. After this whole president thing, what were you thinking? You mean the first time or this time? It doesn't matter. Whichever one. This time I was like, yep. We're back. We're back to what I remember this game being. <laughs> a whole bunch of nonsense. Right. Is it so? Is it making any more sense? Yeah. I mean, the one place that they really lost me is when you know, and this is my bias, but when they went over to biology. Okay. It said, said, you know, about the human genome project, right? And there's. 60,000 genes that have been suppressed by the Patriots. And yeah, uh, it, was, it was amazing that Ryden knew how many genes were in the human body. Yeah, that, are, that was already surprising to me since he knows nothing about anything. <laughs> but just like coming at it from like a real world perspective, you tell me there are shadow figures in the background controlling who becomes president. I have no way to refute that, so it might as well be true right. as far as I know. But if you tell me that all of this scientific data is being subtly edited 
before publication, it, I just I don't see how that's possible at all. I mean, any any given person who's doing research in a, in a say a research university is presenting their research every week, every month, every couple of months. So everybody in their institution knows. Everybody they talk to outside at conferences or what have you, like information cannot, you know, in my opinion, that type of information could not so easily be suppressed. So, especially in something on the magnitude of the Human Genome Project. Now, you actually bring up a fantastic point that we are actually going to get into when we meet up with Emma. And it is explained, and it's actually kind of brilliant if you think about it. So let's so let's go a little bit farther. Now, we have to find Emma. Emma is in the Shell 2 core where we are. She's on the second floor. There's an issue there. Second floor is pretty much flooded. You know, that whole big bomb thing with Fat Man, Peter Stillman kind of got blown up. No, no, kind of. About it, he died. Yes. He'll, um, he'll come back around. He does. He does come back. And um, so we have to swim through it. When I first played this game, what a friggin' nightmare. Um, Do we do the swimming part first? Or do we run into what's-his-name first? I don't remember. We do some swimming, then we run into what's-his-face, then we do some more swimming. Okay, gotcha. I know we do swimming after we run into the dude. Yeah. We can just go ahead. We run into Vamp. Yeah. <laughs> Let's he's, just say it. He's floating on water. Yeah, he's floating on water. I mean, he can already, not? Yeah, he why can not? already walk on water. It's not water either. Yeah. It's a special type of water. I don't I don't know. So <laughs> so we do a little bit of swimming. Gotta get the we gotta make the E E. Oh Jesus. And we, we the before we get to her, she's being guarded by somebody. She's being guarded by a vamp. <sighs> In a chamber that is housing a special type of liquid that has no buoyancy. Super oxygenated, they say, right? Super yeah. oxygenated. It, it vamps creepy voice. Yeah. Phil Lamar. It's super oxygenated. God, it's terrible. It's terrible. I cannot die again, Queen. This this game like was good for its time, but fuck is it stupid now. I mean is it Yeah. It is. It it just is. It is. I mean, I, there's no there's no getting around it. It's it's just dumb. Well see here here's my thing. Is that Metal Gear Solid Two, when it came out, was totally a serious game. Oh no! It, its intention was to be very serious. Oh, definitely. But when we hit Metal Gear Solid Four, while serious in nature, they just go off the rails so much it, they kind of embrace it. And it's it's one of those where, if you play Metal Gear Rising, it feels kind of like that. It's it's on that it's on that edge of holy shit this is crazy but it's really cool and wow they're trying to be really serious but it's not working. Metal Gear Solid Four does that and it goes back and forth, <laughs> and, and then when you play Metal Gear Rising it just goes into the whoa we don't care about anything, 
We're gonna make it fucking crazy. Oh, it's definitely crazy. You want yeah, you got a sword. See that plane chop it in half, and by God, we'd do it. Hey, hey, <laughs> slow down on Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> oh man, I there's too it. much. There's too much spoiler territory for old riding there. That's true. So, anyway, I mean, if you even see a cover of Metal Gear Rising, you're gonna get spoilers. <laughs> you will, but still. <laughs> so anyway, um. I had to fight Vamp. Not really difficult. If you fall into the water, you automatically die because, like I said, the water has no buoyancy. You fall to the bottom and you can't get back out. You drowned. <laughs> and I'm uh, sorry. I'm just laughing at the fact that he that he calls Fortune Queen, but he calls Solidus King. King. <laughs> King. So bad. So fucking bad. The person you're looking for is behind this door. But you, have to get, you have to get to me first. Black. Oh. oh, this game. So we fight him. He throws a bunch of daggers. You can reflect them. Uh, you can shoot him a bunch of times. And eventually, he does this slow motion going through the water. And he goes down to the bottom, and we don't see him again. And then we go through the door. And we got to look through a bunch of lockers. And uh, we get another flashback, because there she is in a locker, hiding. Oh, it's the same exact thing. And uh, she pisses herself. Oh, I wonder who did that. Because she's afraid of, of riding. Just like uh, Otacon did on Shadow Moses. It's just like one of my Japanese animes. Jesus. Um, now we can get into it. What, I, what are we going back to? Yeah, we're going. We're going back to how much I hate this person. Emma. Yeah. She's a pretty bad character, but she is voiced by Jennifer Hale, who's she, done she is the, the, the fucking Shepherd. Yes, Commander Shepard also did, uh, uh, oh, God, what's her name in Knights of the Old Republic? I don't, I don't know. Bastula? Is that it? I don't know. It sounds right. She's been a lot. She was the main voice in uh, Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. That was my character. See what I'm saying here? She's, I believe uh, she was one of them in Dragon Age Inquisition as well. I may be wrong. I'm sure she is. She is like the Nolan North of female voices. This is true. I saw that pop up and I was like, "Really? Wow, that's that's Commander Shepard. Nice. You play a very bad character." <laughs> yeah. So, Emma Emmerich. How old is this girl? Well, let's see. She's a little kid uh when Otacon flashes back and he hasn't seen her since the incident, quote unquote, the incident. Uh-huh. Which is where she almost drowned, which is why she's afraid of water. Yeah. Uh, my guess is she's probably in her mid-twenties. So how old is Otacon? He's got to be in his forties. He's got to be. Yeah, I think he's in his forties. So uh, I looked it up, and um, Solid Snake and Liquid Snake, I believe, were born in 1978. Yes, I believe so. 
So I guess if this took place in 2007, how old would he be? Almost 40? No, I was born in 79. <laughs> oh. I'm not even 40 Wait, yet, oh, you're, you're, fucker. You're old as fuck. <laughs> I'm not that old. Your math is terrible. I'm bad at math. So he, so, so, how old would he be then? If he was it's, born in seventy-eight, seventy-eight, and what year? Two thousand seven was when this took place. Okay, oh, two thousand nine, so, two thousand nine. Okay, so two thousand nine would have been six years ago. So he's in his twenties. Snake is in his twenties. Let me think about this. Seventy-eight. So seventy-eight to two thousand eight. He would have been thirty in two thousand eight. So thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. Yeah. Well, Otacon may be like in his late thirties then, maybe. Well, that, the, that, that can't make sense because of the, what happens. Well, that's what I'm saying is he's got to at least be like what sixteen, seventeen when that happened. Probably. You, I, you I would figured, think. I figured to be older than that. Well, no, because that normal kind of stuff happens. At the, <laughs> it's, it's just go ahead and say it. It's right. Anyway. So, Otacon has a little rough history with Emma. Emma is his stepsister. Uh, but he, he, he kind of took, took it as like his real sister. Um, his, his father married her mother and, uh, there was an incident that happened. Uh, the incident was Emma who used to love swimming, uh, almost drowned in their swimming pool when they, when she was seven, I believe. And, um, Otacon left after that. Uh, we'll just we'll just go ahead and get into it. Uh, Otacon left. Originally, we we don't find out till later, but uh, we thought that he left because of the whole incident and how he can't protect protect her anymore and stuff like that. And he 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 was ashamed um, that he failed Emma. What actually happened was Otacon was seduced by his stepmother. And he had an affair with his stepmother. And his father found out about it. And he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And he left. He wanted to separate himself from that. Why do we need to know this? Because. Because it's Metal Gear and they're going for the... Uh... I guess the emotional stuff. Yeah, they're trying to give them backstories. They're trying to make them matter. The thing is, Otacon already does matter. We didn't. He does. This. We didn't need this. No, but we needed a reason for what happens next. Why he's so upset about it? Yeah, because he hasn't seen her since that. Yeah, I mean, he specifically points that out that he hasn't seen her since that happened. Yeah, but anyway, so since she was seven, she has been fearful of water. She freaks out. Well, I hate to break it to you, but we're going to have to swim a little bit. Well, she can't swim. So she has to climb onto Ryden's back, and we have to swim back through where we just came. What a friggin' nightmare. Yeah, swimming in games back then was just terrible. It's not bad. It's just it's time consuming. And on top of that, when you're trying to look at this friggin' map and figure out, am I going the right way? Well, a snake tells you to memorize it before you start. Well, this is true, but I didn't memorize it. Well, you should have because he said you should have. 
Yeah. He said you ain't gonna get no time to look at your map. <sighs> I mean, sh- fucking Pliskin told you, son. Yeah. So we uh, swim around, swim through all this stuff. We're learning a few things now. The halfway point, basically, where we 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 fought, um, Vamp. We take a break, and during this break is when we learn what Arsenal gear really is. It's a long-ass conversation. It's a very long conversation. Ugh. But let me explain it to the best of my ability, and you guys can correct me. So, Arsenal gear, not only is it a movable weapon, a tank, a base where they can house multiple soldiers. It is also a network hub. Like I said, it can tweet. It can tweet in Facebook. And there is this program that was developed by Emma that was is supposed it is equipped into Arsenal gear. This program is dubbed G.W. George Washington. And G.W. is a special type of program that when plugged into the network of Arsenal Gear will interconnect with other networks in the entire world. And it will rewrite programs, applications, information according to the Patriots and what they wanted to say. So Matt, when you said how could anybody, you know, as far as the, the, the genomes and stuff like that, how could they get away with with covering that stuff up? They cover it up with Arsenal gear. Yeah, but how does that affect people talking face to face? Nano machines. Nano machines. I I don't know. I mean, that, that, yeah, it's far fetched, but that that is the explanation that they use. And the, and when I was thinking about it, because they talked about it a little bit, you know, they even showed like fucking like footage of of like uh, New York City Times Square during the Y two K stuff. And they even brought that up, saying that like, oh, you remember the Y two K scare and how everybody was afraid that the you know the power was going to go out because the computers are all you know, governing everything now. Yeah, they said that they used that to inject the virus into all government systems and OSs. Yeah, it's pretty damn brilliant, actually. That's pretty brilliant. And at that time, I was thinking, so the Patriots are afraid of the internet. They're afraid of what it—the freedom of information. Well, yeah, and that—that was—and that—that's where the brilliance comes in because it sounds dumb whenever I say it nowadays. In 2015, the the Patriots are afraid of the internet. Why? It's it's, it's cat photos and pornography. But <laughs> in 2001, when this game came out, the internet was still in its infancy. We didn't know what kind of an information powerhouse the internet really would be. 
how things could be leaked. You know, think about it like WikiLinks and shit like that. You know, Lemmy Winks, Lemmy Winks. <laughs> Jesus. So it's it, it, it but it, Kojima fucking thought this shit out. Yeah, he's uh he's kind of a what's the word I'm looking for? He's kind of a savant. Well, he's kind of a, an insane genius. Yeah. He, it, I mean, in 2001, yeah, sure, the internet existed. We all know this. Come on, everybody was on the internet in 2001. I think I was on Napster illegally downloading stuff. <gasps> uh, but it wasn't this place where you could get practically everything. You know, you, I mean, nowadays you can look up stuff. I mean, hell, a perfect example. Matt gave me a character and what they used in a fighting game. And I was in within five minutes was able to look it up and see who it was and what game it was. You know, in 2001, you probably couldn't do that back then. No, Google wasn't nearly what it is today. And so according to Metal Gear Lore, the Patriots see the Internet and see what the potential it has. So to counteract that, they created Arsenal Gear, made it this gigantic network, and have it the have the ability to to basically connect into the internet of the entire world, and have this special program called GW rewrite the internet to its liking, to make sure that the presidency isn't a scam or all the votes and how you know. Financial commerce is being manipulated. All that stuff never gets out because GW is going to rewrite it. That's crazy when you think about it. Pretty brilliant. Yeah, crazy. And that's 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 what I like about Metal Gear is when you sit back and think about it. As crazy as it is, it's just close to real life. Just close, close enough. It's close enough to make you go, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. So, she helped write this program. At the same time, Bryden's like, why are you doing this? You seem like a decent enough girl. She says, well, I want to get back at my stepbrother. Hal. Well, it just so happens Hal's with me. What Hal's with you? Oh, my God. And then they have like this little touching codec moment. Or he yells at her. Yeah. He yells at her first. Yeah, he does. What are you doing? Working with weapons. Yeah, you're working with weapons. This is what our family did for years, and I wanted to get out of it, and you're involved in it. (laughs) So we do a little bit more swimming. Got to make it to the Shell 1 core into the main computer area. That's where Snake is, and that's where Otacon is at the current moment. Well, the bridge is pretty much screwed now, thanks to Solidus and his party-pooping Harrier. So we're going to have to find another way around. The best way is to go down the struts... And actually go across the buoys there. Because there's buoys that connect to every one of them. But we can only go one at a time. Because if both of us go at the same time. They could fall. We go into the water. We don't know what the hell could happen then. 
you'd think you could just swim back up to the buoy and get back on top of it, but apparently you can't do that. So we're going to let Emma go first. Don't know why. You'd think if Ryden went first, we wouldn't have to worry about all the claymores or the flying sentries or the guys with guns. But instead, what we're going to do is send Emma first, and we're going to snipe all this stuff that I just mentioned. Well, of course, that makes sense. Once again, how annoying. PSG1, I learned about it in VR training. Yeah. I've used these before. God, I hate The Shadow Moses. Yeah, his voice actor is terrible. It gets decent later on, I guess. It's still pretty bad. Yeah, he gets a little more gravelly. (sighs) For reasons that are totally fucking stupid. So, we have to protect Emma as she's walking along these buoys shooting out the claymores that are invisible so we had to put on the thermal goggles which just happened to be laying right there next to the gun yeah because truth be told I didn't have a PSG1 or thermal goggles and look at that when the thing starts both of them are sitting right there fantastic it's the way it works and then Snake's also there he's giving us some support on the other side of the strut Also, I need to mention just a few other things that really irk me about Emma. She wears glasses, but she doesn't have to have them. Yeah, Yeah, she wears them for another reason. (laughs) Yeah. Because she says that a guy she likes wears them. She, She likes to wear glasses because of that. And that guy she likes is Otacon. Really? And that's when I texted you, Ken, and said, their relationship is fucking creepy. Eh, sure. It's fucking weird. And then out of kind, like, yeah, I had sex with my stepmom. And I'm like, yeah, this whole, this whole freaking situation is so fucking creepy. I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, so she gets past halfway. She's almost there to the to the uh, shell one strut, making it there to the solid snake so then we can cross. When all of a sudden, uh-oh, something comes up out of the water and grabs her. It's not Metal mm-hmm. Gear this time. It's something that we've killed four friggin' times already. Vamp shows up. Of course he does. And he's holding her hostage. He's got a knife to her throat. And for some reason, he keeps doing this number with... It's, it's it, Why is he struggling like that? Is she struggling? It doesn't look like she is. It looks like he's trying to choke her out. But that's when you have the opportunity to snipe him in the head multiple times. Yeah, just, just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. So I shoot him. Shoot him so hard he flies off like a shotgun blast. It knocked him way off. He falls into the water. But Emma falls down. She's bleeding. Oh no, he stabbed her. 
Oh no! Left a parting gift for her. Snake goes and gets her, and he takes her down to the Shell One core. Yeah, so he like ran out there as soon as she went down. Why didn't he just run out there and do all that shit before? Who knows? Why didn't Ryden just run out there with her? This video game. You know what the best part is? Is when Ryden, you know, gets up to go across the bridge. That it's all like fucking slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's just taking like two steps, it's like. And the sun's going down. Oh yeah, it's all yeah. dramatic and it's shit. It's all dramatic, yeah. The sunset and everything like that. So Emma's badly wounded. So much, in fact, that Snake says over the codec, I don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> yeah, we knew this was coming. And uh, we need that disc that she has because it has the virus that can stop GW. Stop GW. Stop GW. So we and we don't even do it. It's all cutscene. We we make it to the to the the show on core, and um, no, we no we we do have to do. He he makes the cross, but we just end up on shell one, and then we have to make it there. We still have a timer and everything like that. Uh, when we make it down to the show one core, begins another long cutscene. Yeah, this whole section is just one giant fucking cutscene. Yeah. And uh, we upload the uh, the virus while she's laying there dying. And it makes it to 90%, I think. Something, yeah, before, before it fails. Yeah, something happens. It fails. And unfortunately, the virus did not work. Nope. But Otacon tells her it did. Yeah, he did. And then she uh, she passes away. And oh boy, do we get one of the worst acted cries I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know, I joke about it now, but at the time, it was a different story. I I, I don't know. I, I thought it, even at 16, when I watched this, I was like, that's kind of sad, but... Then he's got this fucking parrot, and it's <laughs> the parrot. Yeah, the parrot is dumb because it's like, I miss you, Hal. I miss I'm, you, Hal. I love you, Hal. I love um, you, Hal. I was like, wow, this is fucked up. <laughs> now, I I did think the scene where they walked away was cool, but that was because that stuff was cool back then. And he then, still had the fucking parrot on him though, and I, yeah, that was what was cool. It was all <laughs> slow motion. He's got the parrot on his side. Uh, but the, I, you know what? If, no matter what. I will always like. I will always have a soft spot for the the stupid scene where Otacon and Snake hug, and it plays the theme. Yeah, they they they, they do the theme song and they do their weird handshake thing. Yeah, just bump and shake. Yeah, <laughs> I, that still gets me, and it's just because I'm such a big fan. I I know it's super stupid, but now the the interactions between Snake and Otacon have always been good. Yeah, it, they have. It, it it the their friendship and their partnership is great. And I and this it it starts it's conveyed very well in Metal Gear Solid Two because that's where it starts. Yeah, and it hurts that it's not in three. Yeah. So, uh, Emma is dead. Yep. And we're gonna have to stop Arsenal Gear the old-fashioned way. 
take it down. We're going to have to take it down. I'm going to shoot some stinger missiles at it, blow it up, call it a day. Later on, we'll have a party. There'll be cake. I'm sure there will be. Mm-hmm. Made that joke last week, and I'm going to do it again. You're going to do it every episode, probably. I probably will. So, uh, Snake mentions we can't get into Arsenal gear, really. Got to get have somebody on the inside and get us in. And uh, he says, well, it just so happens I know somebody who can get us in. Hmm. wonder who that is. Somebody appears behind us. Oh, snap. It's the ninja. And then and at this point, Ryden's like, well, what the hell's going on? It's, it's, it was, it was meant to make it look like, oh no, the snake's the bad guy. Yeah. He says, we're going to get in there, but, uh, we're not going to be uh, with you. He said, I thought you were on my side. He's like, I never mentioned whose side I was on. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a cheap line to make it seem like it's going to be worse than it is. Yeah. And then, uh, the cyborg ninja touches us with her sword. It's revealed. Oh, snap. It's Olga. Who didn't see that coming? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm your number one fan. Call me Mr. X. Yeah, use, captured my baby. Use a mind detector. No, we don't learn that till later. I know. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Spoilers. It's in the next scene. Yeah, but we're not talking about that scene. Okay, my bad. So if you could piece it together, I guess I'm sure you could piece it together. It's, it's, it's happening soon. So um, touches touches riding with her sword, and it zaps him, and he gets knocked out. And the next thing we know, we're waking up in some kind of a chair in first person mode, looking at a bunch of lights. Huh? That sounds very familiar too, doesn't it? I feel like I have seen that before. I have. And that's where we're going to stop. Cliffhanger. Snake's turn turncoat. Fucking he's he's working for the Patriots. That's what's going on. Sure. Yes, it's a it's a brother team up now. That's what's going on. A brother team up? Yeah, him and Solidus, they're going to be the ultimate like badass team. Man, there is just a huge revelation right after this like right after this. This is true. <laughs> we're we're gonna, but we're saving it. I know. I'll just say it's gonna be two weeks too. Because here's here's the deal. From this point on It's fucking stupid. I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. Okay. So we're gonna have a very big discussion on from this point to the end of the game. What the hell? <laughs> because I have played this game, like I said, about four times, and I can't tell you exactly what happens. But we will get into it on the next episode. Okay. But I do have a few emails. The I mean, first, you do that. I'm going. Yeah, I do that. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to read off uh, three emails that we got. Uh, one of them, well, two of them are from Jamie, and I'm going to read both those right now. Jamie, uh, this one is uh, subject line, Ryden. Right. Oh, boy. 
this was sent five days ago. So this was whenever she first realized it. So she says, so my reaction to the plant part of the game was, was as follows. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> this isn't snake. Who the fuck is this asshole? Yeah, that's still my reaction in 2015. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to turn it off soon after. I'm still a little pissed off that I have to play as this punk kid. But at least Snake shows up again. Still, yeah, I'm still mad. I had no idea this was coming. Okay, that was the first email. This uh, second email I got today is a little bit more robust. It says, hi, guys. So I've started to get used to riding. He's only really annoying when he's talking to his girlfriend, which we have skipped a lot of that because I don't want to talk about that. It becomes a bigger issue at the end of the game. And it's really bad. It's bad. Hence their names. If you piece that together. Oh, motherfucker. I didn't piece that together until right now. Are you serious? You never pieced that together? And fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I can't believe you never pieced that together. Because I haven't thought about Titanic and I don't fucking know how long. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, God. That was exactly why they were named that. Oh, fuck. All right. Anyway. I'm assuming there is a point to their conversations, but I don't really care about that right now. I like that I get to work with Snake at least, although for a guy who is fighting people who can't be shot, vampires, drones, and a lot of other baddies, his anxiety over a few bombs is a little ridiculous. (laughs) C4 isn't that volatile, I know, because I watch a lot of Mythbusters, obviously. I would like I would have liked to uh to be a fly on the wall uh when Fat Man's character was first described because I think if someone tried to tell me that there would be a fat guy on rollerblades in a bomb suit drinking wine with a straw, I probably would have fired them. But I'm not a game writer, just saying. Well, in Kojima's creative writing room, that's probably the least ridiculous thing. <laughs> It's kind of like being in the fatality meetings in Mortal Kombat, you know? (laughs) So eyeballs. We're going to talk about eyeballs today. (laughs) What can we do with eyeballs? We're going to rip this guy's guts out and then throw them at the screen. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Let's keep going. This sounds good, guys. We're we're making some progress. (laughs) So so story-wise, keep in mind I haven't found Emma yet. So likely this will change really soon. It makes sense that the plant was a cover for a Metal Gear unit. It makes sense that Solidus Snake would want to attack the Patriots. But it all generally makes sense at this point, which we forgot to mention. Solidus is totally like rebelling against the Patriots. Yeah, he thinks he's going to become big super badass. Yeah, he he, he wants to, to... Free the country is what he said. He says, I'm trying to bring freedom to this country. We're being brainwashed by the patriots, and we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. So in the grand scheme of things, I guess he is the good guy. Would want to attack the patriots. It all generally makes sense at this point. The confusing part being what Ocelot is doing and where his loyalties are. And let me tell you something. You won't find that out until Metal Gear Solid 4. 
And even then, it's convoluted as fuck. Even then, it's convoluted. Let's just put it this way. Ocelot is on Ocelot's side. Pretty much. Uh... I have a feeling he is manipulating pretty much everybody. To what end? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. They also have, they also haven't really explained much about Vamp and Fortune except that they are working with Solidus. Fortune seems to think that Snake killed her father. I'm assuming her father was the leader on the tanker. He was. And see, that was the whole thing was that officially to the public, Solid Snake boarded that tanker, blew it up. And killed uh, the Russian leader, as well as basically, he Snake was the cover for Ocelot. Everything that Ocelot did and was, would get blamed for was blamed on Solid Snake. That's that was that was the reason why Ocelot brought Snake to the tanker. Yeah, and Snake fell for the whole damn thing. Yeah. So Fortune believes Snake was the one that killed. Her father. Fortune scene. Okay, I'm assuming her father was the leader on the tanker. If that's the case, Ocelot is sure surrounding himself with people who would kill him pretty quickly if his secrets got out. <laughs> Probably not a good idea to work with those two women. A word on Solidus Snake. I wasn't really surprised that there was another snake. I actually thought maybe Pliskin was another clone at first. I mean, let's face it, if you're making clones, you're going to stop at two. I'm no mad scientist, but I'm thinking not. <laughs> but they could have picked another name. Gaseous Snake comes to mind. Or Plasma Snake. Plasma Snake. Yeah. I like that. I mean, if we're keeping with tradition. <laughs> I suppose they picked Solidus, so that is, so that it would make people think it was Solid Snake. Still, I think they missed an opportunity. How hilarious would it be if they introduced Gaseous Snake? <laughs> you asked for a long email, so there you go. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's so fucking interesting hearing Jamie's thoughts on this because it's like I told her on Twitter. You're like a unicorn. You haven't met anybody that hasn't played these games before. <laughs> Or at least knew what was going on. Exactly. Like, everybody heard the uproar when he didn't play a snake throughout the game. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like she, she put on Twitter, she says, who, what, what the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? I'm not playing a snake. This isn't snake. And I just replied with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Be great if you could have had the sound. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, we have one more email. This email comes from Mike. And he says, <clears throat> all right, now this is going to sound a little aggressive, but stick with it. I like how he's going with this. Let me start off by saying Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favorite of the series, and Metal Gear Solid 3 is my least favorite. Whoa. Am I, cra am I the crazy one, or is everyone <laughs> else? <laughs> I just wanted to comment on you guys not liking Raiden. That is the whole point of the character. He isn't as cool as Snake. He is a whiny little shit. He straight up represents the player, wishing they were Solid Snake and thinking that they could be as cool as playing simulations. Well, that ties into the ending. Yeah. That's right. You are the whiny little bitch wishing to be Snake. Kojima just served your fanboy ass with his crazy ass meta story. <laughs> 
Anyways, love you guys, and I can't wait for more Metal Gear Solid. Even the shitty Metal Gear Solid Three. He says, "Okay, I'm I'm trolling a little there, Mike." I thanks. would. Ah, Metal Gear Solid Three is fantastic. I think it's a fantastic game. I love that game. It's got the best theme song. Yes. What a thrill. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate all the emails. Uh, and if you'd like to send more, uh, let me know your thoughts on the game and what our thoughts on the game were and how wrong we are. Uh, you can send me an email. It's drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at R-E-M-G-S. And Ken is at ZTGD. And you can follow the podcast itself. It is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. I post all the uh, episodes there that go live every Friday. And, um, yeah, I try to stay a little bit more active there uh, and talk about things uh, along with uh, just, you know, just regular chit chat. But if you want to follow my my actual account on Twitter, I'll talk to anybody. And I talk yeah, he, he, he's, he's not picky. No, no, I follow pretty much anybody. Yeah. As I long thought, as you don't yeah. mention a certain hashtag, he's all cool with you. Yeah, yeah. Just don't mention Gamergate. I really hate Gamergate. B- both sides of the argument. So I just, I'm so sick of hearing it. But if you, if, but on the other side, I, the fanboys, man, I love following the fanboys. You like, you like promoting the fanboys. I, I sure do, man. Crap gamer, you, man. Do you just like to make fun of them? That guy. That guy is amazing. What are you talking about? He's got the motherfucking exclusives. He's got the motherfucking exclusives. God, that guy. Oh, man. I wish he had to block me. <laughs> it, his Twitter's not that exciting. It's his videos. He can't block you from those. This so. is true, and I keep sharing them. Yeah. His Twitter is boring. I'll look at it every now and then, and I'm like, this is just stupid. Like, yeah. Let me hear your videos where you're just spouting nonsense and exactly. set, taking it so seriously. But anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. But uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. Like I said, I, I'll, I'll talk to you about anything. I, I post a lot of dumb shit on there too. So, uh, But yeah, um, that's it for this episode. We will be back on the next episode, which will be two weeks from now. So we're going to take a week off. Uh, just as a break, Ken's going to be out of town, so he will not be able to record, but it'll give us time to, to finish this game and maybe process all that information in our heads. Nope. No. Not I've been time. processing it for, what, 14 years? Yeah, That's somewhere the, right I, I ain't got it yet. But, uh, Matt, are we are we kind of set on the next game? You want to do that? Uh, Have you forgot already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. You down with that? Okay, I'll that's good. Out. I hope that episode will take you guys a few weeks because uh, Mortal Kombat comes out in between this. This is true. Well, M- MGS three, I need some time. Well, you know? MGS three, I have a feeling will be maybe a month or so down the line. Because see, we're, we we only we have three games left. Yeah, we got Metal Gear Solid three, we got Metal Gear Solid four, and then Peace Walker, um, and. We could also do Ground Zeroes as a one-off. That's true. If you wanted to do Ground Zeroes as a kind of a setup to Metal Gear Solid Five, I mean, if if you guys are down for it, when Metal Gear Solid Five comes out, we play through that shit and talk about it. Well, it's September first, so it just depends on if you can get through the rest of them by then. I, th- I think we can, dude. It's, it's, not, it's not even April yet, and I mean, if we 
three three weeks should be the maximum for every one of these games. I think I think four took me fifteen and a half hours watching every cutscene. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it was about sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Discussing the stuff will be the the biggest thing at the most four episodes. So that's that's <sighs> that's that's a month. So even if we did three games in a month or three games and it took a month apiece, we could still take two or three months off. Metal Gear Solid 4 is essentially the last 15 minutes of the third Star Wars movie, the new ones. <laughs> yeah. Stretched out into 15 hours to explain it all. Yeah. Is it Metal Gear Solid 4 broken up into four specific sections? Yeah. I thought it was five. It's five chapters, yeah. Yeah. You get to stop and watch him smoke in between each one. That's true. While oh, it installs on the shit, disc. I forgot about that. I got to reinstall that game. Oh, you might as well do it all up all up front. You can tell it to do all five sections or whatever up front. Right. It takes like an hour and a half, but it's totally worth it. Holy shit. Yep. Oh, by the way, my God of War is still downloading. Fuck that. I'm not even... <laughs> dude, I can't even fit that on my fucking hard drive, dude. Nope. It's the same way with Uncharted 3. I got that for free. It takes 80 gigs. My PS3 is 80 gigs. Yep, this one is at 84%. I started it when that mishap happened, which was, God, how many hours ago was that? Uh, about three hours ago. Yeah. Four hours ago. I've downloaded five PS4, Xbox One games since then. Jesus. My internet's not slow. It's PS3's network. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. So yeah, uh, guess go ahead and announce the next game after Metal Gear Solid Two. Matt and I have already kind of uh, chose it since Matt got his uh, his portable gaming on. We're gonna play through a game that I never finished. The world ends with you. It's a Square was, Square Enix RPG. That was a weird game. It's a very strange game, but it's very interesting too. Um. <laughs> Very different from any other Square RPG I've ever played. I literally have no idea what to expect. You're going to be using the touch screen a lot. In fact, that's where the combat happens. This is where the combat happens. That's where the, that's where the combat happens. That's where the magic happens. I suppose. But anyway, that's going to be it for us. I do appreciate everybody listening. We're going to finish up Metal Gear Solid 2 on the next episode. But, of course, we are going to take two weeks to do it. So uh, next week, there will be no Phoenix Down. Week after, we're going to finish up this bad boy and uh, talk about the craziness that is Metal Gear Solid 2. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Ken. And we're out of here. Hope you guys have a great week, and we will catch you on the next episode of Phoenix Down.